following Willie Moore and Moore. Back in the NRL. There's Willie Moore. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Wow. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! Welcome to episode number four, four shit. of The Take, season three, The Take with Willie and Ian. Welcome. This is the love god, Richard Mercer. <laughs> you sound like him. I did then. Do you know what it is? It's the shorts. And yeah. you had a new hair. If this, if this guy could stand up, you'd be, you'd be laughing your ass off. They're good shorts. I've come straight from training uh, and the mighty Ramwick shorts, and they're a bit tight. They are a bit tight, but I've got good legs. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, now, as we speak, William, the Shane Warne Memorial is going on. Um, it's a very sad day for yeah. Australian sport and for his family. And f- it's amazing, actually, when you look at the amount of people that have come out for it or sent videos. Or yeah. you know, if anyone wonders whether tr- sport transcends society, then this is the sort of thing that shows that whether it's politicians or whether it's musicians or whether it's other sports people or it's just the general public, sport can grab you and it can make life better. So yeah. It just proves how great Warney was as a person, as a cricket player. You know, just the, you know, the impact that he's had on people's lives. You know, rest in peace, Warney. Yeah, very sad. I'll go he's and watch it sad, afterwards. Mate. Go and raise a actually toasted cheese sandwich. Probably didn't drink that much. Now, William, last week, this time last week, the uh, the boxing roadshow of sort of sports stars going into the fight game rolled on. Sonny Bill, yep. he uh, he had his fight against Barry Hall. You were at the fight yourself, supporting your great mate Sonny Bill. You're also friends with Barry Hall. They're good, yeah. both good people. But uh, what was it like out there? Yeah, it was it was electric. The the atmosphere was crazy. Especially there's a fight before it with Fleming and the last uh, England. That was just 10 rounds of these blokes just punching the piss out of each other. I think they're like, I'm not sure what weight. I think they were 58 kilos. And it, did you see that fight? Mate, I'm not, they didn't get my $50. Okay. I was actually um, waiting for Yeah, but it was like, it was brutal. It was for 10 rounds. So that was a really good warm up. And you know, 10 rounds is a long time. You want to see a knockout. And then obviously when Sonny, uh, Sonny Bill and Barry Hall come out, it was just, the, the place was jumping. It was, uh, it was amazing. And then, you know, Sonny got the win. In outstanding form, you know, um, it was quite sad for Baz, you know, like I think he really wanted to showcase the hard work that he's put in and how much of a a decent boxer he is because he can actually box. He just didn't get the opportunity. He got he got rattled early and Sonny took full advantage of it and um, ended up getting the knockout. So uh, it was it was a great night for Sonny Bill and he deserves everything he gets. He um, there's no. There's no person that works harder than him. I know Baz would have been working just as hard, but like Sonny, he's one of those guys like who who flies over to, you know, to to the north of England, you know, to train with, um, Tyson you know, Fury. like Tyson Fury and Joseph Parker. And don't think that didn't change his whole demeanor, confidence, and everything. Like, because I saw him when he came back, and he was just he learned so much, you know. And he he went over there. He doesn't leave a stone unturned, man. He's crazy. I trained with him this morning. He's just a super fit, crazy athlete. He's just. He's just ridiculous. He's 36 years old and he's not even slowing up. It's, it's unbelievable. And he's going to, I mean, for those people, two things that I'd like to say as well. Anyone who thinks that Barry Hall didn't try or threw the fight or whatever, you try getting punched in the temple. What an idiot. Who even I mean? think like, like that? But I, I mean, I've just got to go, look, just credit 
to both guys for even having the balls to get into that ring. You just got to, if you haven't been in the ring before, you don't know what sort of pressure it was. You know, Sonny was nervous, Baz was nervous, and like anything could have happened, but Sonny got off first. You know, he got there, demanded the, the middle of the ring like he said he would, and he got it. He got it. And, so well done. And, both to both fighters. It was massive. Yeah. It was like, it was such a big event. You know, like, like they, I think the pay per views were just out of this world. You know, like Stan put such a great job on. It was just a good atmosphere. It was, um, it was crazy. I think, you know, everyone would, would have liked it to go longer, apart from probably Sonny. He's like, I want to end this as quick as I can. And but, probably Barry Hall. He's yeah, you know, you know, like, no, you know it, was, um, it was a good stoppage and, uh, by the refs. Because I, I think maybe just say if that was in a, you know, uh, two pros, you know what I mean? Like fighting for a championship, WBO or WBC. I don't think, I think Baz would have let, they, they would have let Baz up. Yeah. But because they're very aware of the sports that they've played and HIAs and, you know, the head knocks with uh, today's sport, they, they put that to, to bed straight away. As soon as you got rattled like that, you don't want to see anything like that um, happen to, uh, to both of these people because they've put so much work in. Like, they're not boxers. You know, one was, you know, one of the greatest AFL players and, and Sonny Bill's one of the greatest rugby league slash union players. So they've all, that's their sport. That's their domain. They're not boxers, you know? Like, so credit to both those dudes, man. It's crazy. Imagine they had HIOs in boxing. That'd be good. <laughs> no one would be fighting. Straight to the bunker. Yeah. Actually, speaking of the bunker, what about Kurt Mann? Gets an HIO, got kicked in the agates, and he gets an HIA because the bunker doctor goes, he's concussed. What? He got wow. kicked in the nuts. Yeah, it's wrong head. Wrong, wrong head. Get it right. Bunker getting more shit wrong. That's unbelievable. It's a shock. Do you know what, though? The Sonny Bill Williams-Barry Hall fight was not the best fight of the week. What are you trying to show, Henry? What does that mean? That I is the work. Go to school. That's, that is awful. This right. is from our co-producer. He's trying to write some shit, and he just didn't even spell it. All right. Buddy Franklin, you're thousand my, goals. Congratulations, kid. I thought he was, was going to say you're my buddy. I was like, all right, Henry, don't get clingy. Yeah, that was massive. Don't you think, um, you know, buddy kicking a thousand – but the crowd running on, how good was that? Yeah, I know. Except for except for <laughs> the Geelong players who were like, I'm actually going to get stabbed here. Someone's going to yeah, stab me. It was crazy. It was, it was great scenes, but like, buddy, Frank, he's a freak, man. He deserves that. You know, the best thing as well about Henry interrupting me then is that he ruined my segue to the Will Smith getting punched in the head. I was going to say that wasn't No, Will the Smith best getting punched or no, Chris Will's, Rock? One of them. Someone got punched. Chris you know Rock. What? How funny is it that something like that happens? And I don't know, Will, it looked... There's, there's got to be question marks about whether it was real or not. But yeah, the conspiracy theorists are all out there saying it was a load of shit because um, no one gives a fuck about the Oscars, but now everyone does. He just slapped him straight. Something else face. could be happening in the world, people. All right, keep your eyes open. That wasn't even Will Smith. That was Vladimir Putin <laughs> dressed up like Will Smith. <laughs> it was fighting, striding at America's heart at the Oscars. Oh, shit. That was crazy. That was weird, wasn't it? It's just weird. I think like, it was bullshit. Well, I thought it was until he started saying, get my wife's name out of your... He's like one of the best actors of all time. Pretty sure you can fake that. Yeah, I reckon Mike Tyson. Bring him as the host of the Oscars <laughs> next year and I'll be slapping him in the face. That's been a meme as well. Has it? Yes. Oh, you I just see. did not make that shit up. I did. You did? Yeah. Wow. It's been all over the fucking internet. Oh, now I feel like an idiot. Looks like that staged. Righto. All right, well, it's not. Righto, Will so. Smith. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I am better on Twitter now. I'm, for all those You've people... You've been killing Twitter. Yeah, I like Twitter now. People are nice on Twitter. It's good. <laughs> uh, so, tell you what, it's not nice. Mitch Barnett's elbow to the fucking head. That was 
awful to watch. Disgusting. And he's got six weeks. There's two schools of thought now. Now, the first school of thought is that it was horrific and he deserved six weeks, mm. maybe more. The second school of thought is that it was kind of an accident and he was just checking and releasing. Who said that? Well, there's been. Is a it Paul few. Kent? He Does Paul say. Kent arguing with Braith saying he was trying to check and release? Like he wasn't even in the pro, like in the play. He was running a decoy. You know what I mean? Like you got to check, check and. I don't think Paul Paul Kent obviously doesn't know anything about the game, but that is not a check and release, PK. He Understand the game, mate. He hit him um, fair in the in the chin. It was uh, it was cheap. It was blatant. It was probably one of the worst things I've seen for a while on the football field. He better be thanking God the NRL cleaned everybody's slate. Otherwise, he would have been looking at twelve to sixteen. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, like, what? Play devil's advocate here. Like, what happened? What would happen if Chris Smith broke his jaw? Well, then are you waiting? Be, are you waiting for that? Yeah, you know what I mean? Outcomes. Like, it's it's yeah. that you waiting on the outcome to see how severe it is. You know, like, or you just look at what he did and how how cheap and blatant it was and. You know, I'll be looking at that. Do you have to wait for someone to break his jaw and then you give him like 12 to 16 to stop that sort of dirty shit? Like Chris Barnett is a great kid. He's a good bloke. You know what I mean? Like it was it was just out of character. I know the kid plays hard and tough. He does. But like that was just like a brain snap. I've never seen shit like that before. Just like straight elbow straight to the head. I'm not sure if they've got any like beef going on behind the scenes, but I, I don't think so. But like it was just really weird. Like go past and just like, you know, Give him a little chin check. Very, very weird and bizarre. And just, yeah, I'm pretty... He should be thanking God that he got six weeks. The thing for me is there's... At the judiciary, there's reckless or careless, and they've got all these terms. I reckon they should have... Like, if you've hit a bloke and it's a head-high tackle and you've just got your feet wrong and you've come in and you've hit a bloke high. Yeah. That's so much less bad than a than bloke what that was. like intentionally come out and done something cheap. They should have a, a grading saying how cheap it is. If it's a cheap shot. But he was he was not pro- he was not protected. No. Nah. He was relaxed running through the line. It's the last thing he probably expected was an elbow to the face. So, you know, all those variables that come into it, you got to look at it and go, well, how much does he actually deserve? Well, what about Big I Nelson? Thought, I thought he was going to get 12 weeks, to be honest. Yes, I think a lot of people did. So, And the other thing as well, on the same weekend... Big Nas. Got big Nasty Nas. Asafa Solomona. He's come out and nearly decapitated the bloke from Parramatta, um, Makatoa. And I don't understand how... Was he trying to arm, check and release? He was checking and releasing. PK said he's trying to check and release. I, I don't know. I, like he and he got a fine, and and he literally they had been going at each other during the game. Mm. Don't tell me he didn't line him up. Yeah, there's no way in the world he didn't <laughs> line him up. And that was bizarre. I thought I thought I was hoping because the Bulldogs take on Melbourne uh, on Sunday that he was going to get suspended only because I've got an agenda. <laughs> That's it. If it was anyone else, I would have went. Ah, his fine's all good. That's all good. But, uh, yeah, I wanted him to get suspended have a week off against our boys because he's in, he's in some good form, man. He's hard to stop. He's, uh, he's playing with some, um, some anger this year. He ain't taking shit. Like, even that, like, to do that, he's just like, you know what, fuck your rules. Yeah, he planted his feet. Yeah, he's, he wanted on. So, I'm not sure if that other kid saw the, uh, what he did in Bali. But, um, yeah, don't piss him off. Maybe he was asking if he'd been vaccinated or not. <laughs> Go and get a, fucking vaxxed. <laughs> Bang. That's what you get. Don't ask those questions. Uh, um, all right. 
Ranging on from Nas to Haas. Haas. Pain Haas. Now, I have an issue with this. I have an issue with Payne Haas. He's a 22-year-old. He's coming through. He's played first grade for four years. He's probably the premier prop in the game. Would you World, agree? yeah. So if he's the premier prop in the game and someone is prepared to pay him more than what he's getting paid now, yep. then terrific. Someone should pay him that. He's now being accused of... Uh, the amount of stuff you're holding read, Brisbane to ransom, oh, and like, oh, he should just do his time now and then. He, you know, like Lazo and the Chief, you'll get paid later. Shut with... up! Who's saying this oh, shit? It's I just don't. Journos again? No, it's everyone. Just shut up. The kid's got what? Probably ten more years at his peak. He's twenty-two years old. If anyone deserves a ten-year deal, if I'm going to sign ten years, I'm signing him. At twenty-two. At twenty-two sure. years old. Yeah. And I'm paying him million dollars is not enough. It's not enough. He should be on 1.3 mil now. A billion. I'm take take all the cap, man. Stuff. I don't care. He is a one man wrecking machine, and anyone who gets him, I think you know the Roosters will be out there trying to get him because you know Hargraves is at the end of his career. Takayaho and all these boys are getting a little bit older. Played a lot of games. You know, Uncle Nick might. You know, he'll be reaching out. There'll be a lot of Sydney clubs, and he deserves every cent. The kid plays massive minutes. He's so effective in everything he does. He always finds his front, does all the little things so brilliant. Like anyone, like anyone who's a student of the game would look at him and go, "That's that's the best. That's the one of the that's one of the, that's the best prop in the game easily." You know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's outstanding. Plays seventy minutes. Like he's he's effective tackling. He's like, you know, he's about ninety percent, ninety five percent. He does everything good. He's a good leader, a great kid. Pay that man. So and he deserves. I mean, he don't owe loyal no loyalty to Brisbane, man. Get down to Sydney, get down here. Someone's going to pay you, kid. Someone. Someone. I'm not someone even going to say. Someone. But I want. I want. I want him to get out of there. He's he's, he's done his time. If 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 Brisbane want to lowball him and say, yeah, you're only worth like seven fifty. You want to say for the cat? Fuck that. Get the hell out of there. Get a meal plus. Set your whole life up. Set your family up. Because at the end of the day, Brisbane does not give a shit about you. They just care about your talent, kid. Look it, after yourself, secure the bag, and then just look. At, that's it. Just look after yourself, man. He's just got. He's, he's just a, such a great kid. Don't fall into this loyalty bullshit. Get the hell out of Brisbane. Get to Sydney. I know a team. They might need you. <laughs> no names. I look. This feeds into my hatred of player managers because essentially, all that happens now is Payne Haas changes managers, right? So he's had a, a fallout with his managers. Managers have got in his ear and said, you should be earning more money. Probably should be earning more money. But he signed a deal three years ago or whatever. You know, all of a sudden he's the best, he's the best prop in the game, so he's worth more money. Now, at the end of the day, if the manager wasn't in the press trying to drum up, and that's mm. what they do. They go to the press and they say, Payne's not happy at Brisbane. So other clubs come and they offer money. And these managers, they do not care about the fact that Payne Haas, he's just trying to play footy. He's just trying to go up there and live his life and play yeah. the best he can for his team. And all of a sudden, his name gets dragged through saying he's greedy and he's this. He's not greedy. Because that's what sucks. Because the managers give every, everyone else an opportunity to have a comment. That's all it There's is. There's not one word said by Payne Haas. So that's what most of the people need to understand. Most of the fans, most of Brisbane fans, all this kind of stuff... He hasn't said one word. No. All he's trying to do is trying to win games for Brisbane. And he's been your best player all year. So lay off the kid. He's only 22 years old. You know what I mean? Like, managers, just shut the fuck up. Like, Payne Arthur's going to pay for himself. He don't need a manager to try and drum up his money. He's going to be the highest paid forward ever to play the game. 
uh, when he when he wants to do his deal. I, look, and the other thing that annoys me, other than professional sport, where are salaries so well known and, and talked about? And oh, Ash Taylor's not worth a million dollars a year. Ash Taylor's worth whatever he signed for. Anyone is worth whatever they signed for. It is so unfair yeah. for these blokes who are already under pressure. No one knows what you know what your, your dentist earns or mm. what the the Garbo. My dentist, because he got a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 I agree. I agree. Like, it's, it's just one of those sports and they've just, you know, the, you, everyone can find out what everyone's on. But I don't agree with it. I don't think, I don't think that this should That's be in sport, the public That's sport, but domain. what sort of sport does not show how much a player's earning? Not like, if you go for NBA, the NFL, soccer, every single team, cricket, you know everyone. You can just Google the shit. Yeah. Not, not saying it's spot on, but like every sport, they're not, they're not hiding that shit. Trust no, me. No, they're not. And it's, I not think- it's just, it's like public... It's on public domain, I suppose. It's like it's ridiculous. Well, but it is what it is, and then it just gives people an excuse just to have a crack at a kid. Like that's, Ash Taylor copped the shit, like a million dollar man, a million dollar man, all this kind of stuff. You know, like not his fault that the Titans were stupid enough to pay him a million dollars. He would have laughed his ass off. Yeah, I'd, I'd take it. I'd, no, 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 no. I don't think I deserve it, guys. Cut, I haven't proved. I haven't proved myself yet. I'm only a young kid. I think I should be on around about three fifty. 200. Shut the hell up. 200. Give Shut the rest, up. Give the rest to Proctor. Yeah, give me some uh, match payments. I'll just leave off match payments. So, speaking of rosters, actually, the rosters, um, the roster management is, that's where salaries are important because you need to be able to manage your salary cap and make sure that your side is competitive based around a number of different metrics. You need, you know, you need your attacking players. You've got to have your defence. The Tigers have got the worst, as far as I'm concerned, the worst roster in the NRL. Right, so if I look at that side on paper, there's not too many teams that I look at on paper and I go, the Tigers should beat them. Right, so yeah. if their roster's so poor, <clears throat> how is it, Mike? Unless Michael Maguire's signing every player on his own bat, I am so sick of hearing about the West Tigers every week. And are they gonna sack Madge? Are they gonna? Their players have been playing putrid. Yeah, the underperforming. They really are underperforming, and I, I hate it when you put it on. They put it on the coach solely. It's not the NFL. They're not calling plays for people. All they try and do is prepare you for that game. You know what I mean? Like they don't train you. They're not there. You're not the weight trainer. You're not the you're not the physical trainer. You're not the S and C. You're not anything but football coach. And these kids are just underperforming. That's yeah. it. And they've been underperforming for three years since he's been there for three years, and they've been underperforming for three years. Like Luke Brooks and all these kids. They got Luke Brooks three years ago was halfback of the year. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, everyone thought that he was going to be, you know, the next big thing would have been pushing for origin and all this kind of stuff. But like, he's just digressed so much. And that's not on Madge. Like you don't think, you know, Madge is just trying to, coaching at the NRL level is all about man management. Understanding players, characters, egos, managing all that during the year to try and get the best out of them for that 80 minute effort. And they're just not doing it. They're just underperforming. You know, there's a couple of standouts. I think Luciano Leilua's been playing well. I think Jackson, Jackson Hastings was playing well the first couple of rounds. But, like, you know, they're, they're, they're back five and you know, a, couple of their, a couple of their forwards have just been really disappointing. I wonder how the Cowboys feel now that they've signed Lu- Luciano Leilua and they've got that Nanai. Have the Cowboys signed him? Yeah, he's playing up the next year. So they've, and they've got that Lukey. They've got I think Luch, got, Luciano plays on the left side. They've got plenty of back rowers, though. 
But that Lukey kid's good. He's good. Nanai's good. Nanai's because you know what I mean. Gilbert goes three tries. Play. Yeah, they've been going good. That was that was a really good performance from the Cowboys. Don't but like they're young kids. But like, hey, he's a, he's he's got he's, some skills. He's got player. some X factor. Luciano and that's another junior they've lost. Like so, a kid like that who is a Sydney boy to make the move to go up to North Queensland is massive because I don't think the money would have been that much different. He just wants out. Yeah. So that's not a good sign for those guys because he's only young. It's not like he's going up there to you know to retire. You know, like, I think the Mad Cow might have given him um, third-party sponsors. He's definitely got drink vouchers. Big Red. He's Shout out to Big Red up there. Red Dogs. What's you're happening? S- you're still VIP. You paid Everywhere. His, you paid his mortgage in <laughs> 2010. The, the thing as well, like, you, if you look at the Tigers, they reckon with Maguire that he came in and he's a tough coach and that he's hard and he trains him too hard and all that. And then, and then they told him to soften, so he softened. Now, from my perspective, if that's true and he's changed his coaching philosophy, a philosophy that won a comp mm. because they said you're being too hard on him, well, he deserves to get sacked. How soft's that? You if, if, that's sacked, in, if that's true, do you know like, what I mean? Just... Go in and do your job the way you think your job and live or die by the sword. Yeah. I think he tried to do that, and I think they pretty much told him, if you keep doing that, we're going to sack you. Well, then just get sacked. Walk away. You know what I mean? He's, I think he's a good coach, Madge. He was, he was pretty gifted when he got to, to South, but he, he still won a comp. Doesn't matter. He, had a, he was coaching grown-ass men at South. Now he's got a bunch of kids. He didn't have, he didn't have Burgess and Inglis and Reynolds. Yeah, they, <laughs> the they had a gun side. So, you know, Sutto and Ben Teo and all these sort of guys. They had a great side. But, like, they still could have easily lost that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it just sucks that that whole position at the Tigers, you know, it's just a the really, you know, they're disappointed and, and people just, you know, when you get beat, people just keep piling it on. This is going to come as a huge surprise to everyone listening, but this is actually the first podcast this year we've drunk in. Yeah, and I know. It's the first night one. It's good. Mm. Back on the young Henry's. <laughs> I'll be hilarious in about 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, the other people that can't coach apparently are... One B Slater, one C Smith, and one J Thurston. They can't coach Origin. They've never coached before. Who's, Will, say, who's saying that? Well, that's, I just want to know. That's another P Kent special. Uh, I don't think he. Yeah, you know, he obviously doesn't understand Origin. He's been you don't really kid. have to be a genius coach. So tell us about Origin. So you've got the blokes that are at the peak of their game. You've got people that like Jerry Evans that have been there and done it, running aside. Then you've got people like the three greatest. Origin players ever who come in, they're not setting huge game plans. No, Origin, Tell us about Origin, Origin. Is, is the hardest game, but the easiest game. You know what I mean? It's all about will. It's all about guts. It's just all all that thing, all those things that they talk about. It's just like making Origin runs, making Origin plays. You know, like you're so fatigued. It's you're playing against the best of the best, and you don't really have a game plan. You don't. Hmm. You know what I mean? You think Mal was there running plays for GI and Jonathan Thurston, Darren Lockie, Cooper Cronk, Cam Smith. You know what I mean? Like you're not. You're, all you're trying to do is get them up for that 80 minute effort, and that's where man management comes in. That's all you're doing. You're not trying to change anyone's style of play. You're not telling them to run different lines. You're not telling them to do anything different than what they're doing at club level, week in, week out. You keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't have to be a genius. Imagine having like Cam Smith and JT and Billy Slater as your coach if you're a young kid. We don't want to let him like down. you just don't want to let those guys down. That's what Mal Meninga had. He had that aura. He's Mal Meninga. They don't want to let him down. Coincided with those guys being, you know, arguably the greatest Origin players, arguably the greatest players of all time in that squad. There's about ten Hall of Famers in that squad from 2006 to 2014. 
It's unbelievable. So why wouldn't you want to have Cam Smith there, Jonathan Thurston? Like the, the, the things that they could teach these young kids, it's priceless. Who's, who's the, who do you want to listen to? These guys are still relevant. They're still like, they understand the game. Like, was it, is it Paul Green? Like, is it like uh, Neil Henry? Like, who, who else is there? Kevy Walters? Like, he can't coach now. But, like... I think they missed a trick, to be honest, without getting Anthony Seabold in. Yeah. But, like, I don't think anyone should be commenting on Cam Smith, Jonathan Thurston, or Bill being a head coach. Especially before this. Like, if they lose 3-0, fair enough. Then you'd have a chat, but... You know, like... And, and you know, it's not like the 2000... Your late 2000s, like 2010s, when they were so dominant. You know, because if they do get beat, they're going to get hammered, these kids, these guys. Mm. You know, JT. They're going to blame the coaches. But, you know, maybe give New South Wales some credit. You know, we went through some coaches, Ricky Stewart and, you know, Laurie Daly and Graham Murray, God rest his soul, uh, Craig Bellamy, all these guys, they got sacked because mm. we didn't win. So these give these guys a chance to grow, you know, to grow that, that state back up. You know, it's, it's going to be 100 years before they have that same era. It's going to be hard. I hope they get flogged. <laughs> The good thing about getting up to round four is that you can start to really smell some of the games. You just go, that game stinks. I've got no interest <laughs> in it. These two teams are dreadful. And there's some really good games that you uh, that you really you look forward to seeing. So, mm. What's your game, game? Well, the first game is the Titans versus the Tigers. And oh, I can God. Do we have to talk it. about all these clubs? Well, do you know what? Let's just go quickly through. So the Titans last week, the capitulation against Canberra, worrying. <laughs> that was worrying. That is worrying. Cause Cause they're they, gonna, what were they winning? 22 nil, 22 nil or something. And then they just, how do you lose that? Half time, half time happened. And then Ricky Stewart just rattled his, his troops and um, they come out and perform. Mm. You know, sometimes half time is the worst thing for, for some teams and the best thing for some teams. You just need to sit back, recalibrate. But like 22 nil. Different if it's 16-0, 18-0, you know, you score that first try, like, yeah, we're two tries off, but 22-0, you're like, oh, damn. You know, it it might be out of our reach, especially, like, if you're Canberra and you're being down and and you have – it's not like you're playing against Melbourne at their peak, you know, or or, or a real decent side. Like, Canberra just showed they got some grit and they got some balls. They come out and won. The Titans would be really shattered with that. They would be shattered. Well, they're going to want to put a show on. And I'll tell you what, the poor old Tigers – they got no Jackson Hastings. They got no big Stefano Udakamano. He's gone now with an injury. So oh, is he? He's a good kid. He's got syndesmosis. People used to call that a sprained ankle. Remember that? Yeah, syndesmosis. Now yeah. we're all calling it syndesmosis. We're all just rolled your ankle. No, nah. he's got a sprained ankle now. Uh, no, well. but he's gone. So Tigers, the to- look the Tigers. If they lose another game. All we're going to hear about all week is how bad the Tigers are and how Maguire is going to get sacked. Yeah. So, please win. Just get over it. Go the Tigers. Anyway. The Sharks and the Knights. I think the Knights are... The Knights are... Paying $2.80. That's a little bit... That's disrespectful. I think Ponga might be back. He is. Sharks have been good, man. Sharks have been good. Quite impressive. So, this will be a good game. Knights and Sharks have always been a good battle. Um... That's actually, I reckon, and they've put it on that graveyard time of 6pm. Actually, one of, one of my good mates, um, Di, Griffiths, hello Di, he was listening to the show the other week when we were saying about how like 6pm is just a dog shit time for a game. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And he goes, you know what? He goes, there's a million people that are smarter than you that have worked on billion dollar broadcast yeah. deal 
And he goes, maybe they know what they're talking about. And I said, you know what, Di? Maybe. I know more than all of them. Yeah, you so do. So Will. Me, have just solved. It sucks. Broad, I should be working for Channel 9. You should be. And or I Fox. Put, I'd put this game at, I would put this at the 805. No, oh, Panthers. No, nah, Panthers, Rabbits. That's the game. Well, the I'd put that at 405. What, Storm Bulldogs? So I can't say yeah. that. Yeah. No, you can. That's a dog shit game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sharks and Knights, that'd be all right. Be a good game. That would be a good Be a good, good game. test for the shark. I mean, Knights, they played well last week. Losing Barnett and Nelly, you know, putting, getting the Panthers to about the 75th minute before they put it to bed. Yeah. So it was a good effort. They've got a different different team now. The grand final replay always throws up some interesting uh, sort yeah. of results. Generally, the side that loses the grand final. I just, do you know what? I was just about to make that up. Well, Panthers, yeah, you just did. I Panthers just got Cleary back. Yep. They've got Fisher-Harris back. Well, he's on the extended bench. Yeah, well, they said three weeks, so they're usually spot on. Rabbits were impressive last week. Yeah, they were. They or, were the, or were the Roosters just really bad? Roosters aren't playing good. No. I know that. Um, but you've got to give credit to, to the Rabbits because that, that's an emotional game for both these guys. There was a lot on the line for, for Luttrell. You know, you've got to give Luttrell some credit, man. Like, his first run, he ran straight at Joey Manu. Yeah. You know, he gave him ample opportunity to flog him. Lucky Joey... Nearly didn't he didn't cave his head in because it was a bit of a head clash. But head like again. you know, he was in there for the challenge. He give he give all those Roosters players ample opportunity to fix that up, and they just couldn't get him. Yeah, he got the last laugh. He got a couple of tries in there. He, you know, he's still he's still probably about three or four weeks away from his prime. Yeah, for sure. You know, so um, yeah, credit to Latrell. Like just this, the big stage doesn't worry that kid, man. Um, Panthers, they're going to be hard to beat. Panthers are actually. I don't know. They've just got that air of the storm about them. Like they, they get an injury, they bring in a kid like that yeah. Taylor May. All of a sudden, he scores three tries. You know, yeah. they've just and that Brian Toto clone. Yeah. So they've and is that it? Yeah. So yeah. he'll he'll basically. I think Charlie Staines will go. Charlie Staines, no, no, he played outstanding. That's the hardest I've seen that kid run. I think he knows he's under pressure. He's under pressure. He's under pressure. So when Toto comes back, he's got eight weeks, mm. but that's the hardest I've seen him run. Usually, he's he runs that fast when he's in uh, when he's in the clear. Yeah. But he was doing some play twos, man. That was some some solid runs. He was finding his front. Uh, yeah, he was outstanding, I thought. He was running like he stole something. Yeah. So yeah. the Rabbitohs, look, they're, they're finding their feet. And if I don't – and here's another thing with the Tigers. I don't want to hear about how the Rabbitohs are going to go with Adam, Adam Reynolds anymore. Like, the kid in the in the jersey – He's a good seven. He's doing a job. He can play. He can like, play. he's not he's, – yeah. he's, he's got all the skills. He's just got to give him time, build those combinations. But I was more impressed with South's forward pack. Yeah, they, they, were, they, they, they were all over the Roosters. Roosters were bad. Cam Murray was outstanding, but like Totola and, you know, like a few of those other blokes, uh, Jai Arrow, Kaloa Matungi, like they were animals, man. They were really up for that game. Their back five was good. They were always good. So, um, yeah, it'd be a good game. Be a good tester for, for the Rabbits. The Warriors and the Broncos. The Broncos bubble burst in. Where's, where's Morton Daly Stadium? What's that? I would not have a clue. Is that a country? Oh, they must be going country. Morton Bay. Glenn, Morton Stock. Yeah. I don't know. Broncos and Warriors, that'll be a low game. That's it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, Manly Raiders. Sorry. Go back to the – I digress. Broncos. Is that? Did we see the real Broncos on the weekend? Did the fir- were the first two games flukes? I feel like the Cowboys are pretty good. Well, the Cowboys are outstanding. Okay, we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go with that. Let's give them one more chance, Yeah, the Broncos, before we burn the jerseys. Yeah. 
Uh, Adam Reynolds actually was a bit off, to be honest. I don't think some crucial kicks yeah. out in the full that really changed momentum. Yeah, just he looked, he looked rattled. He, he did look rattled. A bit of pressure up there. That's uh, pressure, man. Eagles, man, Raiders. Eagles, man. I thought they were off. I thought they were off in the first half against the, uh, against the Bulldogs and. Their line speed was awful. And that's what I was saying. The best thing that happened to the Eagles was halftime. They mm. come out with a whole different demeanor. Their defense was outstanding. Even though I thought, I thought our boys defended really well. I thought Shop handled Trebojevic. But, like, I don't think they're that hard to handle. Because nah. you just go, where's Tommy? And then you just put another number there. And that's what you do. You just got to see where Tommy is. Because you're trying to dare, like, Cherry Evans to do something else. And he was off. Mm. Even though that, that field kick... Field goal was clunky as hell. It still went over. But he looked a little bit off. His passes are off. His running game a little bit like that. So it's going to take a little bit for them to gel. I'm not sure why they're so far off because they've got exactly the same team as last year. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, the difference is Trebojevic carried him on his back last year. Yeah, that like is a big difference, great, mate. He made everyone look, have a look at Saab and uh, the other winger. Garrick. Garrick. Yeah. You know, they look like fucking origin stars last year. Yeah. Saab, I mean, Saab's so quick, he just gets no ball. He's a target. They kick that way because he's six foot six. He's eight foot ten. You know, like so. And I don't think, you know, they they, they test his toughness. You know what I mean? Mm. So they they kick it to him because, you know, like Garrick can sort of find his front, but Saab's got a lot of space to hit. You yeah. know, he's long legs. You know, long legs, you can hold him up, you can drive him back. So that's why they always kick that way. And they know Tommy doesn't like coming out from that side. That's why Tom Torroy is just taking hit-ups like a fucking back rower. Off the nine, he's trying to do everything, mate. And he's just trying to find his way back into the game and trying – he's out the back. He's running off the run one off the ruck. He's just – he's doing everything. At Glen Willow Oval, that is. Will. Yeah, it sounds mad. That's a good spot. We should go there. Cowboys, Cows and Roosters, eh? Roosters – how are the Roosters $1.45? Because they're the Roosters. Yeah. What do you think with the Roosters? I just – I think they're, they're just a little bit off. I'm, I look, I'm, they're missing Jake Friend or a decent nine. They're, miss, they're missing barrels. When he comes back, then I think it'll make a difference. But look, you know, th this isn't the first time that the Roosters have started slowly and then come good at the end. I'm not. I'm not. They sorry. don't have that. They don't have that team anymore. Yeah, they've got. A, they've got players though. You can't look at that. So like Tedesco looked like he was panicked. He was Teddy probably played the worst game I've seen that kid play in like five years. He was pressuring. Like he just felt pressure, and he and was making mistakes, and he yeah. was trying to involve himself when he didn't need. Just to. overplayed his hand a little bit, and I think you know he'll learn from that. He's just a, he's a seasoned vet. He's one of the he's one of the best players in the game still. So you know I'm pretty sure they'll they'll be looking to hit back. Their and problem was the forwards. So they got dominated. got dominated. So, you know, when that usually happens to a team like the Roosters, they'll come back and that next team is going to get dealt with. Well, but the Cows, oi, Cows are good. They were impressive. Good forward pack. And I thought Jordan McLean, I was a bit harsh on him last time, but I thought he, he was probably their best forward. Taumalolo did 51 minutes and they give him a rest. They're like, all right, well done. You don't have to go back You've on. Won. Let these young yeah. bulls get back on, get on there and do it without you. So I think they've got that confidence there. And I thought uh, their halves were outstanding. Townsend's kicking game. Like he had kicked uh, Reynolds. I just I thought they were good. I thought they were Val Holmes. He Damn. was great. He was great. He schooled Katoni Staggs. Mm. Like he was dominant. That's the best I've seen him. That's the best I've seen Val Holmes play for a while. Yeah. Cowboys looked all right. So they look we'll good. see. I think I backed the cows. I don't know what you backed them. I don't care. Storm Bulldogs. Go on then. Well, the Storm, I don't think, have ever lost back-to-back -back games in Melbourne. Ever. So, this is... Fact. 
and uh, you know we've we've got them. It's going to be it's going to be. It's going to be hard. Let's just not get it twisted. Like we're going to be have to, we're going to have to be on and just play the perfect game to beat Melbourne. You always got to do that. That's so, it. That's what do you think? I don't want to tell you what I think. Tell me what you think. I can't. Like I'm. I think that the Storm are going. They've got Grant back. I think they will be very, very disappointed. Paramount have got the wood on them a little bit though. Yeah, they fair. have. So I think that the Storm will put on a clinic and I think the Bulldogs, I think they'll hold them for 60 minutes. Yeah, I don't think that – they're not that team. I think they can defend for 80 minutes now. So I just think they'll, they'll be in it defensively. They're just, they've been struggling to score points. Yeah. Um, and Melbourne, you know, are notably like the, the, one of the best defensive teams in the game. So we're going to have to be on our game. And the, net, the last game, the Eels versus the Dragons, this would have been extremely good in 1985. <laughs> Somewhere between 83 to 87, this would have been a cracking game of footy. Who did the Dragons play on the weekend? Uh, who did the Dragons play? Who did they play? The Sharks. The Sharks. They got handled. Yeah. They got handled. So the Dragons have got... Eels are the fallen team, I reckon. Yeah, Eels are good. I mean, look, they... they they let in a lot of points against the f- in the first two rounds, but they looked like they they can fi- they can up. fix their defence up. Yeah, like Dylan Brown is key. He was he was very quiet by his standards um, last year, and this year he's running the ball, he's attacking. I think he was a little bit injured last year, he was a little bit underdone, but this year he's back to the Dylan Brown. He's made line break after line break, try assist. Or he had tri- three try assists last year. Yeah, I think he's already on two. And he's made about five clean line breaks. So he's the key to that side. So they're it takes a little a, bit of pressure off Moses. They're a much better team when he runs. Yeah. He's much a run, he's a gun. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I mean, yeah, let's yeah. go. Willie's Big Boys. All right. The Big Boys are at it again. Uh, they were outstanding. Um, there's a couple of games that were like, you know, sort of wet weather and it's just, it sort of suited some of the big boys because they just get the go, they get the ball, just wrap it under their arm and just smack the shit out of everyone. My one, number one vote is Siosifa Talakai. Have you seen this kid? Beast. The number, he's an absolute animal. He wears 12. I think he was, he, he played in the middle, dominated that. He goes out into the centers, jumps over like another center. I don't think he's the biggest guy, scores a try. His defense, he hits like a fucking truck. You're never running at that guy. Like, he's just the full package. He's so explosive. I rate him so high. I give him one point only because they played against a pretty poor side. Two, Regan Campbell-Gillard. I think it was close to 185, 195 meters, like 55 minutes in the middle. Like, it was just relentless in that. And when you play against Melbourne, you know you're up for a battle. That's why... That's why I had to give him two points. And that's, you know, he, I think he made over 30 tackles, like 95% effective tackle. Like he just made a real impact because, you know, you're going against big Nas down there and Jesse Bromwich and, you know, you got a, you got a decent pack there. And Melbourne, everyone who knows Melbourne knows you can barely, if you make over 100 metres in the middle, you've done well. Yeah. And that's why Junior Paulo, again, like 180 metres, you know, like I think he played 60 minutes or something like in the middle. Just big minutes for the big man. Like, he just moves around the field. He's got a great offload, pre-line pass. He's like a like a number seven with a 130-kilo body. You know what I mean? He's just – he hits like a truck. He was just an absolute beast. And that's why that's why I give him those two, those two blokes, two and three, two points and three points, because, like, because they played Melbourne. 
yeah. in Melbourne, and everybody knows that that is the hardest task in rugby league. So, well done to these those three guys. But that my man Talakai, jeez, he's an absolute beast. I would not like to tackle him. Well, he's and he's going probably going to get like when you think about that. If he's playing in the centres this week, Wade Graham comes back, their backs come. He's probably drops out, which is a shame because no, he's, he's got to be saved. He's, he'll he'll stay inside anyway. Put him on the bench. Well done, so, boys. Junior Paulo is on. Five points, Payne Haas and Jason Taumalolo. The Million Dollar Men are on three points and Campbell Gillard and Tyson Frizzell are on two points. All right, well, we have, we've been on fire, Will. We've, do you know how much we've raised? Zero. Zero dollars. We well done, well done, guys. Zero dollars. We've been, you know, I'd like to thank our sponsors. No. This is the week, though. This is the week we are going to really come into our own. So I have gone the Titans head-to-head, the Panthers head-to-head, and the Sharks 1-12 to to give it a bit of value because I feel like the Knights aren't going to get flogged. And that is going to pay $5.20. Right. It's a guarantee. Oh, well. What, what is mine? Titans, Sharks, Rabbits for the win? Is that how you read it? So Titan yeah. Sharks, Rabbits with seven and a half seven, starts. Take, yep. take the seven and a half start. Alex Johnson, anytime try scorer. Daniel Tupo, anytime try scorer. And that gives you $9.23. Yeah. For 461 bucks. Correct. That's a big chance, that. You like that? I did study the guide, as you could tell. I can tell. Whenever you send me a text... Yeah, and someone else, and it's, and it's a screen, and it's a screenshot. And <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I've been studying the guide Will all has weekend. Been just, just fucking relentless, relentless. <laughs> yep, just studying the whole weekend. Big shout out to whoever's Will's feeding his tips. Do better, Bobby, Bobby be, Malia, my man. Be better, Bob. Uh, the <laughs> no, this is only this is the first tips he's gave me. No, you've actually the last the last three weeks it. that was just me just going. Eh. See what happens. Every, whenever there's an anytime try score, I know it's yeah, like and a, and a start and a start and a start. I, was, I didn't even know how to fucking read it. The producer has tipped the Rabbitohs, the Roosters, and the Eels. He's really thought about that, hasn't he? Where's the value there? Oh, the Rabbitohs beating Panthers. Now, yeah, well, that's that's we won't worry. That about sucks. He's in Melbourne now anyway, so paying, who cares about him? He's paying zero. Tips, Will. All right. Tips. Huh. Do you want to just read out who's Ooh. in front? Just tell me I who's think, in front. Did I only get three last week? I don't know. I got more than you, obviously. Though. Well, you're on 16. I'm on 15. And the producer's on 11. How um, a pro- what does a producer offer? I don't like, know. Not, honestly, not much. He's not even here. He doesn't do anything. But honestly, how many did you get last week? Like five? I must have. I got. I got you only got four. I only got three, didn't I? Oh. Terrible. Anyway, my tips for the week... Titans, Sharks, Penrith, Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Storm, and Eels. And I have gone the same for you, except that I have picked Manly over the Raiders and I've picked the Roosters over the Cowboys, which I don't really think will happen, but mm. I tip. I tip yeah, well. And the producer, we don't care about. Titans, Knights, Penrith, Broncos, Raiders, Roosters, Storm, Eels. So just to recap, the producer is five games behind me after three <laughs> rounds. He's hopeless. That is just embarrassing. All right, so, Will, what I'm going to do every week, because as I have said, I'm now in charge of the Twitter thing. What do you, Twitter? Twitter sphere. Twitter you own it. Account. I, I actually bought Twitter. It cost me $6.8 billion. <laughs> so I am in charge of the Twitter account. So um, I'm quite enjoying the old Twitter. but It's not too bad. I'm going to send out every week. I'm going to send out questions. What game so, we're going to do? I reckon we're going to do 
The Panthers and Rabbits. All right. Just Fair quickly, enough. NRL Fans United wants to know your attack on the dogs. Any good? My attack on the dogs? No, or... how's the dogs' attack going? Sweeping yeah, plays from Dusty. just need about six weeks to gel. Just got to give it time, guys. Give it time. Uh, and the other one from Jay Ross, is it going to be a long year and end with a spoon for us West Tigers fans? Sadly, I think yes. I know the answer. You've yes. answered your own yeah, question. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jack. mate. Yes. But get involved. Send us questions. We'll answer them. Unless they're asking Just why I'm bagging the shit out of fat us. heat wearing short shorts. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Peace. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network.